Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Uncommon Faith. My name is LaFlower Bowie, one of your hosts, and... And I'm Regina B., your other host, and we are super excited to be here with you guys tonight. Yes, yes, yes. We've had an amazing week. We had an awesome show last week. So guys, if y'all did not check out Regina and I hanging with our sisters, Deandra and Maritza, definitely go back to last week's episode to check it out. Um, And guys, if you are tuning in on, um, let's see, our YouTube channel on Center Radio, um, if you're tuning in on Facebook or one of our podcast platforms, definitely be sure to like and share and subscribe, all of that good stuff and comment below because we want to hear from you. I am so excited, Regina. Can you believe that it is already about to be mid-July? Oh, my gosh. Not at all. I literally counted the weeks earlier because the kids go back to school earlier this year. They do. Um, You know, so I was like, well, well, how long do we actually have? And when I counted, (laughs) I was like, it's literally four weeks from today. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And when I broke the news to my daughter, she was like, but wait, no, it's not time yet. Right, right. Um, Zoe was like, we haven't even done anything. Right, right. We will do something. I was like, we have to get that trip together or something because I'm like, you can't let this summer in after being locked in with COVID last summer and um, not get them out. So. Yeah, we got to do that. And we still have to get them on the show, too. That would be cool, like a kid's edition and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, next um, week, the nieces will be here. The nieces will be in town, right, for next week's show. So maybe we can do it. That that would be a cameo. You guys will see us, how we navigate with all of the girls in our family. Um, But it's going to be fun. So how was your day? What did you do today, special? I made some money. You know, making money is always good. Um, you know, I praise the Lord a little bit, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, with, um, you know, I'm a huge Simpsons fan, right? So (laughs) fun fact, fun fact about Blower. I love the Simpsons. And so my day was good because I thought about what Ned Flanders says. And if anyone has never watched the Simpsons, so Ned Flanders is Homer Simpson's neighbor. He lives in his neighborhood. And, um, he says there's three things that he lives by. And Ned Flanders says he lives by three things. He says, number one, um, clean eating. Number two, chewing thoroughly. And then number three is a daily dose of vitamin church. So I hit all of those. Okay. I was like, come Come on, on, Ned. (laughs) Yes. It was was a really good day. And, um, Come on, Lisa. You I know we all over Netflix. the place. I love me some Ned Flanders, y'all. Uh, well, I just like The Simpsons, but it's been it's been a pretty dope week. Last week was um, it was hella stressful. I will say, um, I would say I've never had to almost cast out a demon of someone at work. Oh never. wow! Never like virtually, like almost reach through the computer and rebuke all that Satan has going on in this person's life. <laughs> I was like, my God, do you really want me to go there? Oh, and the Holy Spirit just fell. And he was like, pray for this woman. I was like, wow. My God, I'm at work. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like heavy. It was like, 
pray for it. it Why like, your picture frozen, Flower? Did I? Can you hear you me? You froze okay? on my screen. I can hear you, but you're frozen on my screen. Oh, Am Lord. I frozen? Hopefully I didn't freeze with my mouth open. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but guys, it was bananas. It was bananas, but I was obedient to the spirit. I started prophesying to this lady, and I was like, mm. Lord, I've lady for about two and a half weeks. <laughs> you got me over here just going in and she was like wow she and her thing was she was she you know she got some deliverance in that session mm-hmm. and i was like my god but her thing was she's like oh baby but you look so young like that i was like wow but let me know in the comments y'all have y'all ever had to like really just break character in the workplace or in a professional place and have to, and and God leads you to do something for somebody. And the lady, she ended up sending me this long text message and she was, she's like, um, she decided to part with the, um, you know, to leave the company, but she was like, I would never forget you. I would never forget what you did for me. And I'm like, Lord, did you send this woman just so I could, you know, in the spirit to help her out? I was like, my God, I, I was so, I was just, you know, just so grateful in that moment. Yeah. You know, because that was literally the last day that I, that I actually laid eyes on her, you know? I mean, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be used like that. You know, it's like, we say those prayers, Lord, please use me. I'm a vessel and all of these things. But when you have those opportunities, when he really does, it's like, oh my God, it's really humbling to me, you know, like. And to your point about the workplace, absolutely. And I saw Lisa said definitely like all the time she's done the same thing. I mean, I was in my, I'll come, come in my office, close the door and we have, a, I got my oil out and we having a whole prayer session. A whole prayer session. I said, Look, I was, I was at one point, I said, I hope these people don't come up in here and let me go because. <laughs> you got to be a for everybody. <laughs> But it happens. But it, it happens. Truly, he puts us in a place, in a designated place for a designated time. And and the people we run into and have these encounters with, it is a sign. It is designated. And so we can't let those opportunities slip through our fingers, right? And we, yeah. like you said, it all lies lies in obedience. Right. Because right. she was going to get hers regardless. Because if you wasn't obedient to do what God asked you to, he had somebody else lined up next because this will is going to go forth regardless of our obedience. Right. So, right. but it's a blessing when we fall in line. Amen. Amen. Lisa oh, earlier, she said she didn't know if God was the one that led her to uh, pray and lay, and lay some hands on some people at work. Um, Lisa is something else, but it's so true. And I tell you, God will connect you with the right people, the right time. Um, Because um, one of my um, support people that that I have in this, in um, you know, in the training that I'm doing at work, I've never met this woman before. But um, it's like spiritually, we're connected. And I was like, okay, Lord. Um, And lo and behold. Um, while I was in the room doing that with another lady, she, after class, she told me, she was like, flower. She's like, girl, I hope I don't get in trouble. I had to put on some, I have to tell, uh, Alexa to play, praise some praise music. And <laughs> I was having a mental break. I was like, are you serious? Wow. Like all at the same time. I was like, wow. oh my gosh. So even just last week, guys, 
if, if, if there was even like a shaking in your house last week with your relationships, there was something mm -hmm. going on in the spiritual realm. There were a lot of things going on. I wasn't praying, but I was see, I thought she was ready to lay hands on somebody. Lisa is a mess. And so I just want to encourage you that it's not, there's an attack on relationships in this season again, right? A huge attack on relationships. So guys, don't feel um, like it's only your house. Don't feel like it's only your relationship. Don't feel like, um, oh, here's my spouse doing it again, doing it again. Um, because it's it's a spiritual thing that's going on right now. So you pray for them and you guys pray together. That's how you break those attacks of the enemy when you guys bind together because what God put together and when you guys come together and pray together, that will dissolve the enemy's plans so quick because all he wants to do is put you cause discord and have you guys going in a whole nother direction. And then when there's... Um, when there is separation in the relationship, when there's things going on, he can slip in, plant those seeds. And that's how that's right. Grow, right. So we that's just want right. to encourage you guys that if anything's been going on in your relationships, just step, just pause, look at each other and say a prayer um, and just claim that you are not going to let the enemy come in and mess up the foundation of what you guys have a building. What do you think about that, Regina? I, that's absolutely good. And I'm just sitting here like, dang, because I literally just had a um, some sister time with one of my close friends. And that's that's the whole purpose of the meeting was because of the difficulties that was going on and experiencing in the relationship. And it's like so I'm like, you were dead on when you said there are attacks happening and we have to be ready in the key. So I definitely told her, you know, that you have to Stay in your place, in your quiet place and pray for him. The things that he's doing that's, you know, you know, are not right and not lining up. Go tell daddy. Right. Tell him and let him deal with it. We can't get in that arguing and back and forth with them because even that in itself is a trap of the enemy. Right. So we have to realize what our power is and where our power lies and our power lies is going in prayer to daddy. And letting him handle them. Right. And um, right. but I did. I don't think I told her that um, to pray together. Right. Because that is definitely the other key is to come together and pray together. And sometimes, you know, they're not on that same page with you. And if they're not, that's fine. Because you are powerful in prayer alone. You can always reach out to a sister or somebody else and you guys can touch and agree on the situation. But right, absolutely right. don't be deceived by the tricks of the enemy right now in this season and coming for relationships and not only relationships, but also mental mental is really being attacked right now. Our mental health. When I tell you suicide is up. Right. Not only, you know, in adults, but also in the kids still is yeah. um, it's like this stuff is coming in waves. It's like cyclical. It's like it, we get up and and we can feel it high in the spirit and go. We pray it goes down. But then that thing is right back. This spirit is res is uh, resilient or it relentless. Is. Yes, it is. it is. And, you know, it ties to it's like some of those things. You know, we're going to have to do a teaching on territories, right? Because it goes in cycles, but it also goes in, um, you know, who is ruling over that territory and You're what, so right. that ter what that prince of that air of that territory is allowing in, you know, during that season. So that's why we'll also see a lot of things that come in particular areas. 
and Come on now. geographical locations um, because that stuff is not being ruled by, you know, um, by um, things in the earthly realm, that stuff in the spiritual realm. And so you got to be able to step back and be able to look at things from um, a spiritual critical consciousness, a spiritual critical consciousness to be able to understand what is really going on. Right. That's it. And, That's um, it. Just before we bring on our guests, just to piggyback on one thing, it's like when when you go back and when you're praying with your spouse, you're you're praying, you're not you're praying about the things that you guys have already made agreements on and let the Holy spirit come in and do that work on them regarding all the other stuff that's going on. Like baby, let's, yeah. let's, let's pray together over these children who not going to want to pray over their children. Right. Right. Let's pray together right. over these finances. You let the Holy spirit come in. And just like when the devil um, get the, a foot in the door, he could come in and take over. Guess what? The Holy spirit can do the same thing. Holy Spirit can do the same thing. So for you, Absolutely. if you're going through and you're that one that's praying and trying to hold fast, you just say to, hey, let's make all Father's prayer together as a family. You just open that door for God to come in and move in that person's life. But I'm going to be quiet because I don't want to start preaching tonight. I feel okay. like preaching. You know, like <laughs> okay. It's like, okay, we being led somewhere tonight. But I, I'm very, very excited and anxious to get our guests on with us. Yes. Now, this is one of my homies, my sisters, my friends, my riders. Yeah. amazing. <laughs> she is absolutely amazing, y'all. She is um, a newlywed and has been a, a, I mean, a hard single mom. I mean, holding it down for years. She's been blessed with her with the, her other half, and so now she's uh, uh, newlywed. She is an entrepreneur with her yes. own uh, makeup business, makeup artistry, and she does a fabulous job. So anytime y'all see me beat, then you know that's who did it. I was done by Nita Beats. That's right. And so I am super excited again to uh, bring her on. So let's bring on our Nita Battle. Hi. Hey, hey, sis. Yes. So Makeup on point. Thank you. Hey, beautiful. Hi. Thank y'all for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight. I'm super excited. So, Nita, we're going to jump right in. Okay. Um, but before we do, I just want you to take a moment to introduce yourself to our Uncommon Faith family. You know, let them know a little bit about you. Okay, so yeah, my um my name is Nita. Most people it's our Nita, most people call me Nita. Um yeah, I'm a newlywed. I've been a single parent, you know, quite some time. So just got married, got married in COVID. <laughs> but it was it was good. I mean, Gina was there. Flower, you were there too. Yeah. All the yeah. sisters were there. <laughs> All the sisters. Yeah. So it was it was it was definitely like okay, and I, I I just it's finally like my time. So I'm a, I'm a Louisiana native. So um, I've been in Texas about 15 years. Um, now I have a blended family. We have five kids. Um, uh, two twin boys that are 15. Our daughter is 18. A 17 year old and a 13 year old. So we are definitely Ooh. blended. We are busy. My husband has his own basketball organization. So we're going to go with, go with that a lot, but you know, I, I try to balance it. Um, Gina, man, that's my girl. 
she done seen me through a whole lot. And, you know, I always tell her, I said, Gina, I ain't where I, I need to be 100%, but I'm, I'm getting there. I ain't where I was. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, yes, yeah, she does. I love it. I love it, Nina. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing. And so we want to kick it off with you, uh, with our, uh, you know, one of our favorite, I think is my favorite segment of the show, and Regina's too, is uh, we love hearing uh, stories about how our guests know that God is real. So it could be a testimony, it could be an instance in your life, it could be a story, you know, whatever you feel like sharing, but how do you know without a shadow of a doubt that God is real? How do I know? Whoa. I think it was probably when when I had my medical scare and, and I, um, that was in 2018 and, um, I was, I was single at the time. I was, I, I was at my lowest. I was, I was, I was broke and I lost my car. It was, it was rough. Um, I, I couldn't even work full time because of my sickness. Um, none of my family's here, my blood family, I should say. And trying to maneuver through that, I was like, I, I, I didn't know, I didn't, but I knew. But when I tell you I didn't miss a beat, everything happened, but we didn't go without. You know, the light stayed on. Being in the hospital for days at a time, only getting so many hours at work, still being able to to provide from, from my two kids at the time. And it was just, it was just what I made at work. It was, it wasn't an extra income. It wasn't, it wasn't any child support. It wasn't, it was just what I made. And when I tell you he took care of us and some, and, and it made me appreciate life more. And it just, it made me just realize like who really had me at the time, because that wasn't of man, that was of God that, that got me through that. And it was, it was amazing. I mean, it was looking back on that, you know, I went through that medical crisis and, you know, it, it got really like, it got stressful because the doctors were like, we can't see you. We can't do this. You need to go see this specialist and you need to do this. We can't work on you. And I'm like, I can't, <laughs> wow. how am I going to do this? You know, I have two kids and I need to work. I, I can't be off work 12 weeks you know and it was like how am I going to do this but he he literally provided for me and I, I after it all was said and done I I um I had so much peace because I knew that was him that was him mm -hmm. I didn't have to move I didn't have to pack up move back home I didn't have to move in with nobody my kids they didn't go without it was it was challenging but that to get through that single-handed and yeah, that was God. <laughs> That's how I know he real. Amen. My, my goodness. Wow. wow. And I can just say, Nita, you know, I know I didn't know all of everything that was going on, but, you know, just seeing you during that season, you know, I got to tell you, 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 you walk that thing out with so much grace. Yes. Walk that thing out with so much grace and posture and authority like you probably went home crying and Lord, what am I, what Lord? But from the outside looking in, you carried that thing. You carried mm -hmm. that thing 
with with honor. You're like, okay, God, if this is what I'm going through, this is the season that I got to go through. Yeah. You know, you did, it wasn't a pity party. It was just like, okay, this is the assignment that you have for yeah. me in this season. Yeah. And so major, I mean, I just want to give it up for you for that, for just, that's what um, beautiful grace looks like. When you mm-hmm. work that thing out, it was it was just so beautiful. And then the, the testimony on top of it, that was just the icing on the cake, right? That was just, yeah. oh my gosh, that was just beautiful. Um, you know, Nita, why now looking at your life now, why do you think God took you through that season? I think he he was preparing me for what I have where I'm at now. And I kept trying to figure out like. God, why are you just taking me through so much? You know, the struggle. And it was like, I got something for you, but I need to make sure you're ready. He had to prepare me. And I, and and, I, and that's that's that that's what he told me. I had to prepare you for this season because now it's your time. And I told Jean, I said, oh, my God, things are happening. It's my time. And I said it was it was preparation. I didn't expect none of this to just start happening. And I mean, I'm talking about getting married, buy a house, the financial stability. You know, it was, it took me so fast. And I'm like, I've been asking for this for so long, like just being able to be comfortable, lay down and just not, you know, worry about, okay, I got to do this, this. And I, my husband, he, 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 he would say things like, oh, you you was doing it when you was by yourself. And I said, yeah, I was doing it. But I made it look easy. I said, let me, let me tell you. <laughs> it, I made it look easy, but it wasn't never easy. I said, he said, well, how was you doing all of this? He's looking at it and he trying to figure it out. I said, that wasn't me. <laughs> but he took me through that to get to where I'm at now. And he told me, it's your time now. Mm-hmm. It's your time. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So Nita, before we brought you on, we uh, LaFlower and I was actually talking about um, the attack on relationships right now and, you know, the need for prayer and things like that. Being a newlywed, I know things are like all bliss right now, but have you found, you know, any of that happening or know anybody that's been in a similar situation? And Yeah, I tell you, I have friends, other married friends that that go through it and you you know we can find and being married is is it is work and if, if you if you're not careful the enemy can slip in and, and mess with you mess with your head and and you know put things in your spirit and 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 it's like I had to I had to learn to be able to identify those things but mm-hmm. it's definitely been some instances I tell you and I prayed and I talked to him talked to my husband, you know, we prayed and, and it's just figuring each other out, you know, um, it's just figuring, figuring each other out, talking, talking to one another. And, and I tell you, um, communication will take you a long way. And it's just the small things I took for two for me. It's the small things that we can touch and agree on the small things. I feel like we're getting somewhere, but, um, I had to learn a few things uh, in marriage. You pick your battles. You, you know, you compliment each other, and you know, just that support is like we quick to say, "Oh, I need you to be supportive. I need this from you." 
But right. then you got to look in the mirror sometimes and say, okay, am I being that? Mm-hmm. You know, because right. we too fall, we all fall short by the wayside. So it was like, I have to self-evaluate too. But it's having realistic goals, realistic mm-hmm. expectations from each other. It's, it's, it's work, you know, but. It's a whole uh, lot of work. Yeah. It's a whole lot of work. Now, Nina, I want you to touch on, the, touch on the little things. You was like, when we can uh, uh, touch and agree, when we can just communicate about those little things, you said that does a lot for you. Yeah. So if you don't mind sharing, what are some of those little things that, because I'm pretty sure most women or, you know, people in a relationship um, can say, yeah, the little things matter almost more than the big things. The little things do matter. It's the little things for me is what you were doing before we became husband and wife. It was little things that you would do. So don't stop those things because, you know, you have me now. You know, continue those small things because that's that's what made part of what made me fall in love with you. You know, don't don't stop the small text messages or the, the morning forehead kisses or, you know, the holding hands. It's, you know, let's keep the small things that we had had before we even got married. I, that's, that's what's going to keep, help keep a fire in the marriage. And, and as I never realized how important that was until I became married and I noticed like, oh, okay, like you're not doing that anymore. I'm like, you know, I, I like you calling my pet, calling me your pet name. I like being called honey buns, you know, like don't. Nina got the buns. <laughs> oh yes, she does. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Everybody didn't know Nita. No, Nita got the burns, y'all. <laughs> don't be crying my friends, heavy. Don't be crying. <laughs> so, yeah, it is like, you know, I think sometimes my husband don't, he'll do things because he don't be wanting to deal with my mouth. And I've learned to, you know, bring it down, you know. Um, but then, too, you know, I, I'm like, I'm not going to react how you think I'm going to react. So you don't have to be afraid to communicate things to me. I might not give you that 100% reaction that you want, but if you don't say anything, then it's going to be like, what What are you doing? You know, so right, right. Like, let me know, you know, like I said, he owns his organization. So sometimes we have extra kids at the house and he'll sneak them in. <laughs> so yeah, like last week, he had one of the, the little boys text me. <laughs> I used to coach, so the little boy texts me, Coach, I need a coach. Mike told me to tell you that I'll be over there. So you got the kids texting me now. You already know I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's just those little things that I find just, just really, I'm like, no, yeah, no, don't don't stop that. No, I, we need that. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's absolutely, that is so true. That is so true. You know, there's something else that we used to talk about. Um, we, we've hit on the show a few times, LaFlower, and that is, are you ready to be a wife and being prepared to be a wife? Right. Cause it's like, we, we pray and ask God, send me my man, send me my husband. And it's like, is, are you really ready for what that entails? Right. So I was like, so Nita, can you like speak to any changes that happen and where you saw, cause you said God took you through a preparation and then all of a sudden every, it just started hitting. It was your season. Right. Mm-hmm. So what were some differences in your mindset? So if you're talking to some, some other ladies that's single and waiting for their husband, right. what would you tell them about being actually prepared to truly be a wife and having a wife mindset? Having a wife for me, it was more so, let me think on this. 
Hmm. I have to learn how to follow. And you know me. If you gonna lead, <laughs> you better go and lead. You believe, but you better do it right. Cause <laughs> you know, and it was like, okay, we're moving in together, we're married now. What are the expectations, right? It's like, does the expectations change when we become one and go under one roof? Um, and it did. It did, you know, and you find yourself, I found myself first couple months of marriage just trying to be a perfect wife. You can't be a perfect mm -hmm. wife. Yep. <laughs> I think we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. All yes. been there. That trying to be don't his. go in thinking yes his, every, I yes I got wife you. I want to you know make my husband so happy and yes like no you're gonna be depleted trying to yeah. do that you're gonna, you're gonna starve yourself you're gonna just lose it the inside you get the feeling like I'm like you know what this is I gotta I gotta still you know my mom's like oh you don't do anything anymore and yeah and I'm like yeah no I just I'm so busy I got this I got that and it was even to the point I was like, you know, I, I just I just wanted to be here, be around him. And it's like, don't lose, don't, being, becoming a new wife, yeah, you're going to be that. But, you know, be true to yourself. You know, right. don't, don't lose yourself, you know, in the mix, I should say. Don't, you know, lose Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. Be that wife. Be that. It's, it's a learning role. You know, you're going to learn. You're going to grow with each other. And I've seen him grow as well. But for me, I was just really caught up into trying to just be the perfect wife and I had June Cleaver. I was like, yeah, no, this I gotta I gotta I'm not June. I'm sorry. We <laughs> not far from June. We know. We know. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 probably was the big that's the big thing for me telling new wives going into just you know, just stay true to yourself. And if he truly loves you and he's fans and it's a learning experience for the both of you. And it's my right. first man. And it's my Mike's first marriage, so we're both kind of like we we we're learning as we go, growing together. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, we got to take a quick break, um, and so we will be right back with more with our special guest on Uncommon Faith with Miss Mrs. Arnita Battle. <laughs> yes, two and two. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Break. 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 No break, no break. All right, well, let's keep rocking it out. Let's keep moving. All right, so let's talk about expectations, y'all, because I know Nita mentioned that. I know the expectations are definitely key when it comes to marriages, right? So um, I was speaking with a young lady the other day, and she mentioned um, that her and her husband had, her and her boyfriend, husband now, but they had been together for years, I want to say they had moved in, like Nina said, and, you know, it had been, I want to say at least three years and she was ready for the ring. Um, but he was like, why? You know, he was like, for what? It's like, we do it. Are you mine? I'm yours. Like, what's the point? So how important do you guys think that it is to set expectations going into a relationship? 
Life is better when you are living on purpose, but many times we get stuck in the rat race and in the mundane task of our day-to-day lives, causing most to lose sight of their purpose. That's why certified life coach, inner healer, and business strategist LaFlower Bowie is here to help you get calibrated to your calling through proven systems, techniques, and resources. Order a copy of her book, Principles to Reposition, to assist you with your journey or schedule a free clarity session to kickstart the journey. After these sessions, clients have stated they found clarity and and open their eyes to things they had long forgotten. So get social and follow LaFlower on all social media platforms at LaFlower Bowie. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. All right, guys. Oh, that was wonderful timing. <laughs> I know. That was a whirlwind. All right, that guys. break really came through. Yes. So, um, yeah, we were talking about expectations. So, Gina, how expectations. important do you think that it is to set expectations even when you are not necessarily your first date, hey, I want to be married, I want this, I want that. But how important do you think that it is um, when you're make, taking those huge steps in relationships, how important do you think that is to set those expectations? Expectations are very important. I think in anything that we do, I mean, you don't start a new job if you know they got it together. You should come in and if one of the first things you're going to receive is the expectations. Because you we're having a partnership. And so it's not going to work out if you don't know what I expect of you and vice versa. And I think the same thing goes with relationships. I think that we oftentimes don't really realize how important it is to set expectations early on. Yeah. In the very beginning, when you first start dating or you're young and stuff like that. But as we get older and we know what we want what we're going to tolerate, what we're not going to tolerate. I think we then start to go into those things and make those ex- set those expectations and be very clear because ain't nobody got time to waste. <laughs> you no, know, it's like if I want marriage and you don't, then that's something we need to figure out early on. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, if so I want kids and you don't, then it, okay, that's a deal breaker. If it's a de- know what your deal breakers are, know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept and put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Those non-negotiables are key. I know where I messed up. What did mess up? I didn't communicate early enough with Marcus, you know, some of the things that I wanted because, you know, we were on and off and on and off and then on and off. And then it was like, bam, y'all together and <laughs> bam, y'all going to do this. But the expectations weren't set early. So like when it got time for marriage, it was like, so are we going to do this? Are we not going to do this? You know, because this it was both of our, you know, both of us have been divorced and stuff. So it's just like, do you want to do this? It's like, I don't know if I want to shack forever. So <laughs> what are we going to do? So, Nita, what do you think about um, setting those expectations? Not necessarily in the very beginning of the relationship, you know, but early enough where both parties understand what those non-negotiables are. Yeah, I think it's very important because if, if you don't put out it, put it out there what you want um they're gonna assume they're gonna assume you're you're okay with what what's going on you 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 didn't say nothing this is what we're doing and you know but if you put it out there like because i i put it out there with with my husband you know i was like okay you know i want us to get to the level where we become engaged, become married. But we did say, you know, we tried to live in thing. It didn't work. And we said, okay, we're not going to move in ever again together until we're married. Because it just, God just, every time it was like, 
Like he was like, no, nope. But it, Mike knew my expectations. Well, he said my mama told him better marry my daughter. <laughs> Come through my dukes. Come through, mama. <laughs> And let him know what it Come is. Come on, now. He did. Mr. Gladys is not one to play with. Like, you know, like, he he knew, like, you know, he knew. I put it out there, though. And it's like, I, I had to because I, I knew, you know, what the mindset was. It's like, he see it, and he's like, oh, she complacent. She good. She, she got this. She, you know, she ain't worried about the net. I was like, this is what I want. It's It's almost a deal breaker for me, for you not to know. I need you to know what I I need, what I'm a, want eventually. Right, right. Of, you know, my mama telling you what you need to do. Too. <laughs> well, let me ask you guys: Why do we, as women, especially women of faith, um, become complacent with so many things, especially when it comes to our relationships? Right. Yeah. Why do we become complacent? You know, is it because there are, you know, um. You don't want to be, we've been single and you don't want to be single again. So you settle for what you have. So why, why do y'all think we become complacent with the men who we allow to lead us when we are women of faith? Yeah, I think, I think a lot of us, people don't want to start over. You know, once you, you get up and going with a particular individual and, you know, you connect on so many levels and, you know, that connection is not all the way there on that what you know what i need from you he's like okay i'm gonna work with you because maybe i can get you there we, we always think we can build a man or fix a man come on but he needs to already come put together i used to they used to be my mindset well okay well he i can kind of try to probably put it together put him a little more <laughs> and you get tired trying to fix they're not trying to put me together they're not mm-hmm. trying to mold me so why i gotta put so much time into trying to put you together for me and I think as women, we're we're naturally nurturers, right? So I think some of the times we 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 drawn the people that we feel like that need us to do that for them. Yeah. And I know that that was a diff- something. I'm like, oh, if you need help, I got you because it's like that's what I do. I help, and I'm gonna fix you up and make you good. But no, no, no that, that's not day, what they, it is. Back in the day, they wouldn't fix. I'm almost them one fixing them them up. They ain't have time to fix them. They have they so much other fixed. stuff going on. Exactly. They came fixed. Or they hit it really daggum good. <laughs> they were fixed. <laughs> but it's so true. And that's one of the things that I want us to um, know how worthy we are of a man who's already done some of his work or a man who at least acknowledges that he has work to do. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Because we as women of faith, we will we'll pray the church down. We'll name it. We'll claim it. We'll <laughs> declare we'll, it and decree it, decree it. But when it comes to us cutting ties from things that don't serve our highest good, mm-hmm. especially with the man and especially if he didn't put it down in a certain type of way. Come on. Know, Mm-hmm. We we don't want to cut him loose. We like Lord, you know I can deal because it is so mm-hmm. good. Lord, I can deal with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I can deal, you know, the way he didn't grab my neck that hard. But in all seriousness, you know, we have to be stronger and we have to yes. I, I, I be real because it's so many women, especially my, my saints out there. It's so many of us who um, 
you know, we're so bold in other areas in our lives. We have these non-negotiables when it comes to our faith and all these other areas in our lives, but we'll be tied to and laying next to a man who is not being led by God mm -mm. or who, who does not treat us like the worthy women that we are. Mm -hmm. But we okay with that. We'll get up and go praise and worship and leave him, um, you know, at home in the bed yeah. or whatever. And if he's not leading us, if, how can you follow God and follow a man that's ungodly at the same time? You can't. It stunts your growth as a woman. It stunts your growth spiritually. I know that I've been stunted spiritually, financially, all this other stuff by even marrying a man who wasn't being led by God. You know, we got to, and I think those are the conversations that we have to be able to be more transparent with ourselves. Definitely. You know, because it's it's hurting. It's hurting us as women. Mm -hmm. Like we're successful in all these other areas in our lives. But so many of us, when it comes to our relationships. You know, we settle just because we got somebody's arm to, you know, we on somebody's arm to claim us. But, you know, we deserve better. We deserve better. What so there's got? another hot topic you hit on. You shake oh, it. What you, say? you shake it. What you got over there? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Do I need to take my earrings off again? No, no. I just seen you hit, Bob, and I knew you had something oh. to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm just flowing. But it just popped in my head, though, because, um, Anita, you mentioned the blended family. Mm -hmm. And um, that that is on top of everything else and putting a relationship together and putting a marriage or a union together and adding that additional layer of a blended family I know that is not easy and it definitely takes work. So LaFlower, I know you've been doing this blended family thing for, for a little bit now. So, I mean, what advice do you have for women who are, you know, thinking about getting into a blended family or, um, you know, currently working on making a blended family work? LaFlower. Oh, that was for me. So, you yeah. know, I've done this thing about two, two, three times. No, two times. So, <laughs> no, but for real, when it comes to a blended family, one of the things that Marcus and I wish we would have done was, um, you know, to get counseling for our family sooner or for us to educate ourselves on the emotional roller coaster that not only we were going to go through, but what our kids was going to go through and setting the expectations for um the parents of the other children you know the the other parents that are involved yeah. right that's key right there Flower. Um, you, you, you touched it's such my soul it's so major right because it's an emotional roller coaster for everybody yes absolutely everybody that's involved and then you're gonna have some bitter people you're gonna you're gonna have bitter people you're gonna have people that don't give a hot dang and you know they just like hey they y'all take care of the kids you know, so it's a lot. So, um, and the only other thing I would encourage any couples to, ladies, if you're going to marry a man and allow him to come in and provide and protect for your children, then you got to be prepared for him to um, also speak wisdom and discipline into those children. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many times where we want the man to, we want him to break, break bread on the kids. We want him to protect the kids, to stand up for the kids, to provide that covering for the kids. But when it comes to him speaking wisdom and discipline and structure into those children, we quick to say, oh, you're not their daddy. 
Yeah. And we and the kids will then follow and say, you not my daddy. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm sorry to say, ladies, but you are the ones who are out of order. Yeah, no. Because if you did not want that man to come and play the full role of the head of that household, then you should have never given that man your hand in marriage yeah. or given him permission to lead you and your children. 100%. So that's one of the biggest things because you, you're not married to your child. You're not married to little Johnny, who's 13 years old. You're not married to little Marianne. You know, right. you're married to that other person. And so you guys are that united front. And, you know, I can I can stay talking on this all day because it it if you do not have that united front with your new spouse earlier on in the marriage, then it's just going to create long term soul wounds mm -hmm. for your children, mm -hmm. long term issues for your children. Yeah. I'm not telling you to force anything, no. but don't don't be like there's no boundaries. If he's going to be in that household as the daddy, you got to let him. Be Let him be the daddy. Mm -hmm. Right. And you should have enough sense to vet that man. Yes. To make sure he's not going to be beating on your kids. He's not no. going to be touching on your no. kids. You know, run his back check, you know, his background check, run his fingerprint, you know, do what you got to do. But it's your job to vet that man. But once you give that man permission to lead you and your kids, allow that man to lead you and your kids. Yeah. I, I think that was one of the biggest things for me, too, because I played. By the time I got married, I was ready for it, though. I was ready for the help. Um, but in our courtship years, um, I was protective of my kids. He wanted to come in and, you know, be a certain way with them. And I think I've told me and Gina have had a thousand conversations about it. And I'm just like, no, these are my kids. And, you know, and I'm just like, I was like, eh, about them. I was mom and dad. And it was like, I don't... I'm not gonna just let you just come in and just take over, and it was just like it was hard for me to, you know, <laughs> let that go. And I mean, finally, it got to the point where he was restoring. He was he was getting me ready for the for what I'm where I'm at now. And I, I like I said, it wasn't once we you know became one. It was like okay, this he he had. right. Take it, take yeah. it. I don't I don't want so, to. What Mike said? What he said? Did he say y'all can do that? And so now I threaten them. I'm gonna tell you, they're gonna do nothing to hurt me. But <laughs> I threaten my kids. Imagine that, right, Gina? <laughs> I what? I threatening them. Oh, I'm gonna tell him because you know you're not doing what you. So I'm gonna tell on y'all. That's why I tell him. I'm gonna tell on y'all. So, but it's nice because I didn't realize how much that that lifted up off of me and I'm trying to do it all by myself and he was like I'm putting you somebody right here and you still with this you want to be superwoman type thing and finally I just humbled down and it, the rest is history so I, I tell on them now to him he, he big bad wolf to them exactly I already know he gonna still give them everything that's how the kids are with Marcus it's like Oof. they already know like if mm -hmm. you that's who you go like the older kids figured it out like yeah. if you go to daddy he gonna buy for yeah. you mama gonna mama mm -hmm. gonna come back sideways a couple times to tell you she'll think about it yeah. but if you go walk over there he probably Kayla got him wrapped you know the baby she she got him wrapped and I'm just like, already figured it out she already figured it out but that's so important that you have acknowledged him and the kids know the order of the household. Absolutely. You know? And then the last thing with these blended families, y'all, 
Now, I done said this once once before, but I'm going to say it again. Y'all leave y'all exes out of your relationship. The exes should only have dealings with the children. Oh, 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. Leave them exes where they at. Don't be sneaking and dipping and sliding and gliding and all of that stuff. It's It's uncalled for because you're tainting your new relationship. You're tainting your marriage. You know, don't be going back. If y'all have an argument, keep that in your house. Your ex don't need to know that. Your ex don't need to know that your new wife or your new husband and got on your nerves. For what? You got a thousand other people to call. A thousand other people to call. And I know this from experience, y'all, because I messed up and called my ex-husband one daggum time. One One time had nothing to do with my husband, but it was a situation with one of the kids that was not biologically his. And my husband was like, you did what? You called who? He knows what? And if anybody knows my husband, he's a gentle giant. However, he can't turn into the Hulk. And I'm just like, you know what? Mm -hmm. You know, but I realized in hindsight, that was disrespectful to him for me to even have that type of relationship with my ex-husband, even though, you know, we still have a fairly decent relationship there's some things that you know I shouldn't. I, I should have never had that conversation with him mm-hmm. because I was being disrespectful to my husband now. And so we can, you can't do that. It's like once you marry this new person, all those side conversations, all that other stuff, it has to be cut off, right? So what else you got, Gina? What else you got, Nita? I mean, I think we've covered a lot. <laughs> you know what? I have been waiting for you to come on the show because I did have a question. Um, Cause we didn't even get into your need to beat. Like you gonna have to come right. on again, and you know share with us some you know uh, skincare routines and and products and different things like that. Right. So right. maybe you can hit me later. But I was in Sephora like looking, and I was when I tell you I was beyond overwhelmed. Every time yeah. I go in that store, I just walk right back out with nothing because oh, yeah. I don't know don't what know. I'm looking at. Yeah. And all I wanted was some just some good products for our skin to, you know, up my skincare routine, you know. And so, yeah, I need some suggestions. If anybody has any, hit me with them. What I'm using now, I really like um, this this Clinique. It's um, it has like a primer, it has a moisturizer, it has a cleanser, and it just leaves my feel skin feeling so hydrated and just refreshing and that's that's really my skin um care routine and i try to do at least a mask once a week a good little scrub or something like that i I got this mask that i use um but yeah i have these this clinique set that i use and it's trying to use a mask and keeping my face moisturized daily with like a facial moisturizer which is the clinique is what i'm using now but yeah, going in Sephora is a bit much for someone who just not, you know, familiar with certain brands. Cause like I went in Sephora with two of my coworkers. So I was like, can you come help me? So and I and I pride myself in wanting to be able to just not work with one skin tone, you know, and it's it's I like how you worded that, Nita. Yeah. And so it's it's being able to be versatile and for them to feel confident enough. To come to me and say, hey, can you help me with this? Can can mm. you, you know, what do you think about this for my skin? Or is this product good? You know, that makes you feel good, you know. So, right. yeah. 
but yeah, don't don't go in there alone. <laughs> that's a, that's another girls' day. It's yeah, that's how I was like. I'm, I'm gonna have to just go get Nita. In fact, I was uh, meeting you for lunch, and I went into Sephora when I was waiting, and I was just like, yeah, let me walk right on back out of here. <laughs> Y'all are something else. Y'all are something else. But yeah, Gina, I, I would say that um, just a good facial wash because um, I use I started using Yale. Um, yeah, I fell for the culture, y'all. Um, but I ordered, um, Yell, the, um, the product line, the plant-based product line. And it's actually been really, it's been really good. Um, it comes with the wash, the toner. Um, I really did it for the dark spots under my eyes. Um, cause I didn't want to be walking around here looking like a raccoon at night, looking at my husband. Um, the, <laughs> the moisturizer and something else, some serum or something, but I will say it's definitely it lasts super long, so the price was definitely worth it. Um, and you know, it just leaves your skin feeling amazing. But that that just the daily and that morning and nighttime, just washing and cleansing your face is so so important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because your face is the you know what everybody sees. So great question. And whose great product question. line is that? Um, that's Yandy Smith's product line. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. The Y E L L E. Now it took me forever to get it, but I ain't gonna throw no shade because I ordered it on Black Friday. And get it to uh January, but it's all good. It's all good because I'm actually about to um to reorder now. So it's lasted this long. Um oh, that's yeah, good. I'm just about to, to re up now on a new one. But yeah, we gotta we gotta take care of our skin, we gotta take care of our bodies. Mm -hmm. So Nita, when it comes to you doing um like what got you into doing makeup? Because um, I know a lot of people do makeup, um, you know, to either feel great or a lot of them start because maybe they have some insecurities. So what was your reason? I've always had an interest in it. As crazy as that might sound, because anybody know me, you know, I'm pretty much a tomboy. But I mean, I've always had like an interest, even when like I've always just followed the eyeshadows. And I think what really triggered it more uh, when we went into quarantine. And I had all that time on my hand and I just started studying it. So I started studying it. Well, before then I started, I was doing it. No, before then I was doing it and I liked it and I enjoyed it. But I started studying it and trying to learn techniques. Like I, I took more of an interest to it once we, we went into quarantine. Like, okay, I can maybe do this beyond just me looking at, you know, um, videos and things like that. And and it was just like, you know, you know, it's like it's an enhancer. It's it's not to take away from anything. I focus on when I do makeup, trying to do it natural as I can. I don't like to cake it on. I like people to still be able to recognize, you know, right, right. who you are. But mm -hmm. when we went in quarantine, it was like, you got to find you. Like, you in the house. <laughs> And it's like, what can I do? So it was like, I just started, you know, I'm like, I can do this. I can invest in myself. This is something that I like, but it was, it was kind of hard. Cause it was like, I had to believe in myself and I'm like, oh, I don't know. And it was like, I had friends like, no, you can do it. And I was like, well, yeah, I can mm -hmm. so I just practice on people and you know, the rest is history. And it, it just kind of like, it took off for me. Um, it slowed down. It has slowed down. I haven't um, had a client um, in about a, a couple months, but um, 
I guess it's just being consistent. That's my thing. I have to be more consistent, putting my name out there, putting my brand out there. But, you know, a lot of it was, it's hard. It was hard getting that consistency with uh, COVID because, you know, it was COVID and people, they'll book an appointment and then they'll cancel it. And then it it, it was just one of those things. But I'm still, I'm still here. (laughs) I I, I did my, um, my stepdaughter's makeup for her senior pictures. Um, her, her, Amy, her dad was like, you did, you did your makeup? I was like, yeah, I did it. It's like, wow. And, you know, when people give you that reaction, it makes you feel really good. And I think part of it was, even when I would go in stores, even before quarantine, I think I would just probably have my eyebrows or something like that done. They'd be like, oh, your eyebrows are good. And one lady said, do you have a card? And, you know, it's like, he'll throw, he'll, he'll tell you, you know, okay, this you don't jump on this and he's putting it out there for you and you steady, you know, you running. And I ran. And I'm like, you know what? I can't keep running from my, this is one of my callings and I got to follow the spirit. And, you know, I love, I love what I do and I'm excited about the future. Yeah. It's amazing that you are self-taught because like, you know, you do such a professional job, like, I mean, so you know, I'm always down. Thank you. To be amused. <laughs> but um, where can people follow you? Social media, like where can they they find you? Where can they find Nita Beach? Yeah, so you can find me. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's Nita uh, Beats with a Z. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm working on me a Facebook page, Nita Beats Facebook page is where I have I haven't um completed everything, but um I was just showing some of your Oh work. okay. <laughs> I was showing some of her work. Yes. That's oh, what I oh, yeah. for a second. Uh Nita did my makeup for my maternity shoot. Yeah. So, really yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Beautiful. All right. Now I gotta see how to take this. So I know that um, I think Miss LaFlower was changing up our sister check segment today, in which I think we kind of had a little bit of a sister check when you when you're talking about the blended families and your do's and your don'ts and, and oh, things yeah. like that. So I was like, well, you was kind of sister checking me and mm-hmm. don't talk to your ex about your current relationship. So um, are there any makeup? Let me ask you this. What are there any makeup don'ts? So mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. And I, so, and this was a sister check for me from my sisters. And they told me, Gina, stop lining your lips with that black liner when you put your <laughs> lipstick on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it. what you mean? I like, it's like, Gina, don't nobody do that. That's like 10 years ago. <laughs> That's what I like it. Not the black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Yeah. It, it can come off a little harsh. It can look a little harsh, right? So. She did the black with the clear, like lip gloss. The like, oh, she took it back to the nine nine. Yes, to the nine nine in the two thousand. <laughs> I was like, what are you now? Y'all put in the comments. Y'all be honest. <laughs> if you guys used to, I use lip liner or even use eyeliner on your lips. I know some of y'all did that trying to get into the club. And then um, put some clear lip gloss on your lips. Yeah, so it was definitely clear lip gloss for me. 
Now, Anita, but you know, Regina's lips are small. Yeah. She has small lips. So I told her she can't do everything the uh some of the, the girls with, with juicy lips do. Mm -hmm. I told her she can't. She can't. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I can even always use a little plumper to plump them up too. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I always say you you even when you're doing filling in your brows, like, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to get it too dark because it's going to be too harsh. Um, so you always go in lightly and you, you just work, work that color in, but you don't want to just go dip in the pomade and just slap it on there. <laughs> it's going to be like, whoa, you know, you just got to kind of work it. You know, you're going to have your days. I'm going to have days where I'm going to like real, real, real light on my eyebrows, but you know, you don't want to put, put them on too, too dark or you don't. You know, if, if you want to try to match it with your hair, that's one thing I always say. The brows, you got to be careful with that. And even with lipsticks, you know, I, I think uh, a big rule of thumb for me is um, and when you're trying to wear like a, like a red lipstick, it's good to have a foundation on with it because it's going to complement. It's going to complement your face more. If you're trying to wear right. that colorful lipstick, the foundation, and everybody's, everybody's not into foundation. I get it. But, you know. When you want to wear those colorful lipsticks, it's going to complement more if you have your face. And you don't have to have your face. People have to realize you don't have to have the full thing. You know, just you want to complement the lipstick. You know, so that, that's that's a go. That's a, a a no for me. Like, make sure you have on foundation if you want like a red or a loud lipstick because it's just not going to look right. You might think it look right, but me. I'm like, Hey, uh. So y'all, we know when Anita's uh, makeup pet peeves now. Okay, yes. <laughs> I remember that with some matte pink lipstick on and and and, and a bare face. So, <laughs> but Nita, we love you. We appreciate you. We thank you for uh, joining us for this past hour. I know I had bunches of fun. We definitely got to invite you back on to hang out with us again. Um, I know we talked about a lot um, tonight, uh, but Nita, from everything that we talked about, um, I guess what's one piece of advice that you would give someone to, um, you know, to level up? You know, always believe in yourself. I know that might sound cliche, but believe that you can do more. If you, if you got a burning inside of you, like I'm at the point now where, I'm like, I can do so much more. Like, this ain't all you got for me. Okay, I see that. Like, okay, I'm going to do it. And okay, I might bump. I might fall and hit my head. But guess what? I'm going to get back up and try it again. So, awesome. like, no, for real. Like, just believe in yourself and give yourself that push. Like, you got to talk to yourself and you got to you gotta minister to yourself and say, okay, now it's time. Like, you know... I think it's this one song called it's by Vito uh Level Ups. I forget the and, and it's like the words to it is like get your back. Yes. Get, get, yes. Get your and it's like Yes. Yeah. Really, Mary. <laughs> Look, Mary. I know I'm not alone. I'm not alone. You don't use the black lip liner though. I'm not alone. There's somebody out there that's with me. You can do this, Gina, the clear lip gloss, but no black rhiner with it. Brown. But all right. Brown, baby. Just a little brown. Just a little, just a little drop. 
Not not a thick line either. All right, y'all, we got to get up out of here. Oh, yeah, we over. We, we are well over our time tonight. But yes, Nita, veto that song. Yes, it is. It go hard. You ever need to pick me up, put that song on, yes. honey, and you're going to feel like you can do anything. Yes. you on top of the world. Yes. yes. Shout out to Miss Tiffany for putting, putting me on that song. Yes. Yeah, you gotta listen to a flower. Have you heard it? No, I'm pretty sure I didn't heard it riding with Gina before. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, but I'll double check again. I'm make sure you send her the link. Make sure you send her the song. I will. <laughs> All Thanks right, so guys. much. All right. All right, guys. Grace and peace. Good day. Bye.